Hey Spirit fans, this is Seth Askelson, and I hope you are enjoying every episode of the OUAZ Athletics Podcast. We are looking forward to bringing you a wide range of guests as we ramp up to the fall season and want you to tune in to each episode to get the best insight and stories from all Spirit programs. As our guest list grows on the podcast, so will our ways you can tune in. The OUAZ Athletics Podcast is now available on Spotify, Google Play Music, Apple Podcasts, and of course, on the website at ouazspirit.com slash podcasts. Please rate, review, and subscribe to let us know who you want to hear next and to never miss the next installment. Those four great platforms are where you can find our brand new episodes every week the moment they are available. Once again, you can now find every episode of the OUAZ Athletics Podcast on Spotify, Google Play Music, Apple Podcasts, and at OUAZSpirit.com slash podcasts. Welcome in again, OUAZ Spirit fans. My name is Seth Askelson, and we're here for another edition of the OUAZ Athletics Podcast. My guest today, OUAZ punter Austin Bond. Austin, how are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Yeah, appreciate you coming on, and it's been a, a crazy time, a crazy five, six months. Um, I know you and I chatted a little bit off air, but uh, let everybody know what's been going on with you and, and how you've been able to stay sane during the past few months. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's been tough getting out of the house with everything closed down, but um, I'm living with a couple of football guys right now, the quarterback and a kicker. Uh, we've been going out now, doing our own thing a little bit, uh, and we've all been working at the same place, so it's been nice having them around same that's good it sounds like you found uh, at least a little bit of a family down here I know you're up from Colorado but uh, especially staying with a quarterback and a kicker I know you know special teams guys and quarterbacks are definitely their own unique breed and and uh, getting them what's it like having a a kicker and a quarterback as a roommate I mean I think people like the weirdos a little bit but like have fun we do our own thing and uh yeah I love them to death wouldn't have it any other way well, you're a pretty unique man yourself. Uh, not only are you a great person, but you are got a strong leg, too. Uh, this past season, you ranked second in the NAIA in average, uh, 43.8 yards per punt on 32 attempts, 10 punts of 50-plus, 12 that ended inside the opponent's 20-yard line. So a really good season for you. What went into the success for you this past year and, and really flipping the field for your team's defense? I mean, really just fine-tuning my craft a little bit. I mean, I've only really been kicking for three years, and I'm constantly learning new things about kicking. Um, behind Coach Nesbitt, Coach McDaniels, who've been teaching me about kicking so much, um, really just been guiding me along the way. It's really been a changer for me. Now, punting and, and kicking is one of those, maybe not necessarily at the college level, but definitely at the pros where, it, you know, it's one mistake, and, and that might be it for your career. And for you – only three years in, how have you been able to really fine tune it and, and go from, you know, never kicking to nearly leading the country in punting? Yeah. Um, so it started out in high school, uh, seven games in my senior year, uh, our starting punter got hurt and they said, we need someone to kick for us. So there's a bunch of tryouts and I said, I'll give it a shot. I ended up decent at it. Um, walked on to Colorado when I got to uh, college 
was there for a couple of years, got released. And um, it's been a journey, honestly, just taking everything like a dream, really. I'm just happy to be here and play. Now I'm looking to be the best there is in the country and just continue to pursue that goal. Now, as you mentioned, like you just said, uh, in high school you is when you first got into it. Did you ever do any sort of punting or kicking, even just messing around? I mean, obviously, the coaches called on you for, for some reason, but uh, what what extent had you had in terms of punting or kicking at, at that point? I really had no idea. <laughs> and then the first couple of kicks hit a few spirals. I'm like, hey, that's pretty good. Maybe you should consider doing this a little bit more. And then I think that kind of really lit a fire underneath me and said, maybe I really can be good at this. And it's just been accumulating ever since. Now, when it comes to punting, obviously, I think people who follow the game know it's, it's not as easy as just dropping the ball and, and kicking it as far as you can. But what were some of the things that you were most surprised to learn about when it came to punting? I mean, just all the small details there are. Like, you want the ball um, to be placed outside the numbers, a certain distance, a certain hang time. You know, if you want to kick the ball further, you drop a little bit lower. you got to have the nose down more. If you want to go higher, you raise the nose up a little bit. Um, raise the drop table a little bit, just your follow-through extension. There's so many little things, but you don't want to think about all those little things because the more you think about it, the worse the outcome will likely become. Now, this is like a, a shooter would do where they want to be unconscious, as they say, when they want to shoot the ball. Same thing kind of goes for kicking. You really want to just clear your mind and just let it go. And you've been letting it go uh, during your entire tenure here. <laughs> At OUAZ, I mean, you would have led the nation in punting uh, during the first season in 2018 if the team was eligible for NAIA rankings. So, uh, I mean, top top of the punting game in your two years and in, in your entering year three. But for you, you're entering year three at OUAZ, and your head coach was a pretty good punter himself uh, at the collegiate level and, and was in some NFL camps. What is it like to have Mike Nesbitt, and, and what has he taught you about punting? I mean, it's been a really unique relationship having someone like that as a coach. Um, he's really kind of taken me under his wing. It's really more than anything the mental game. He knows where to challenge me and where I, he knows I could use some help. And he's really been almost like a father figure in that kind of mindset. Like, he's really just helped me along every little detail of the way. It's been amazing to have him. Now, when it comes to kickers who, you know, kicking field goals, kicking off, it – a lot of people know about that mental game, right? You got to have that confidence. Missing a field goal can maybe shake a kicker. But for a punter, what can shake maybe a punter's confidence? And, and where do they regain that confidence that they need to, to do so? Yeah. Um, so it's one of those positions where I like to think about if you do your job right, no one's really going to think about it too much. Um, but if you mess it up, everyone's going to know. So that can definitely rattle the punter. If you shank one, you, despite how good of a game you're having, if you shank one, that's really going to get you. You're going to remember that one punt. But, uh, you know, just work on your craft. You see those spirals come again and just get that confidence back. You're right. Punting is one of those positions where the less your name is said, <laughs> that means the, the better you're doing, right? Exactly. Exactly. So uh, for you, not only are you a great punter, but – you're great in the classroom as well. Yesterday, you were named the Sooner Athletic Conference Student Athlete of the Year for football. Um, impressive, right? Uh, you're the 
not only were you the special teams player of the year, you also maintain a 4.0 grade point average, got your bachelor's degree in biology and minoring in psychology, and you're bring, uh, beginning pre-med as a graduate student this upcoming season. So for you, what was it like in the classroom for you? How were you able to stay so successful and, you know, graduate? And, you know, even though you're entering your third year of eligibility, you're already starting into your post-grad. Yeah, I mean, um, there is a life after football, whether it be after high school, college, 15 years in the NFL, whatever. I mean, you got to have some sort of career set up after that. I mean, my parents really harped on me for that. Uh, they were both pharmacists and said, you need to do well in the classroom before anything else. And I've uh, just carried that mindset all the way through college. Now, biology, that's a, that's a pretty hard major um, and, and really difficult for anybody who's just taking biology, not playing any sports, no extracurricular activities. Why did you jump into biology? I mean, really, um, man, this kind of goes back to when I was born with club feet. Um, those orthopedic surgeons really saved my career before I even knew it. And so that really gave me an interest. Both my parents are pharmacists, so I've always been kind of around the science aspect of it. And then took anatomy in high school and thought this stuff was really intriguing. So I thought to myself, man, it'd be really cool to be an orthopedic surgeon so I could help kids out the same way that my doctors helped me out. An orthopedic a punter and an orthopedic surgeon. I mean, you're uh, definitely gonna know how to work on, on legs and, and knees <laughs> and, and all that. So. Um, for you, you had mentioned, you know, you'd, you'd been at other schools and then you came to OUAZ and, and entering your third year. How did you first hear about OUAZ? Honestly, I had no idea. Um, I heard it through a friend. Uh, they said, you know, I think they need a punter down here. And so I thought, ah, we'll see. I mean, I'm not really doing anything. Let's go take a look at it and just instantly fell in love with the campus. I loved the people, the coaching staff the environment, everything was just amazing about it. New right aways right after I left that trip that I was going to be here. When did you come and visit? Like what I was the date? In spring of 2018, I would have visited. Okay. So you made your visit during that first, you know, they hadn't been playing any games yet during that first right. practice. Right. Stuff. So, I mean, you're showing up. There's not much of a campus there. Obviously that's changed now, but you said you fell in love with the campus, but what were your initial reactions when you showed up and there really wasn't much there? Yeah, um, you know, that was kind of something hard to believe at first, but, you know, Coach Neza really stated that this is a growing place. This is going to be your town in a matter of five years. Everyone's going to come support you guys. Everyone's going to rally around you guys. And that really kind of hit a chord with me because I believed in him and it's really worked out over these last few years. Now, you, I'm sure you got taken up to the famous Eichner Point <laughs> on top of the parking garage. And when, when Nesbitt took you up there and, you know, he's showing you around and it, really it's just a bunch of dirt lots at this point. Did you give him a bewildered look when he told you that there's going to be dorms and a full-on arena and gym and <laughs> press boxes? I mean, what, what kind of look did you give him when he was telling you all this stuff? Well, I think I was struggling to climb up the stairs. I decided to show up in jeans and a sweatshirt when it was 112 out. But, uh, no, getting up to the top, I was, I was amazed. I thought it was beautiful up there. And, like I said, when he stated his vision, I really believed it. And, you know, at first it was a little bit hard to believe, like, oh, man, where is this going to come from? It doesn't just sprout out of the ground. But, no, he really made it clear what the vision was by the school, and I believed it. And 
it is what it is today, and I love it. Now, we all know everything's up and running, at least uh, from the first phase, right? Dorms are open. Student unions open. Uh, the Odell Center with classrooms on the second floor, offices third floor, you know, beautiful weight room. What was your first reaction when you got the official tour once everything was finished of the new facilities? Oh, complete butterflies. Going from lifting in the high school and, you know, everyone's staying in the cottages with all the people who just live there normally. And just to have like a real college campus now was just crazy to me, considering where it was two years ago when I showed up. It was just dirt and a football field and a single hallway classroom. Yeah, it's definitely gone a long way. I think there's a lot more coming as well in, in terms of classrooms. And as you mentioned, I think the weight room is definitely the crown jewel, at least of the Odell Center itself. Uh, obviously, Faith Arena is big too, but that weight room, I think, is what a lot of the athletes were excited about. You know, getting your own locker rooms is cool for basketball, not having to go to a high school, same thing with volleyball. But that weight room, I think, is something that everybody was was waiting for. What was it like to finally work out and, and finally have a weight room to call your own? I just remember the excitement. The first day we got in there, everything was so clean. It was just immaculate. Everything is perfect in there. Everything you could ever need to lift is just in there. And they just did such a great job doing it. I mean, that's a top of the line division one weight room that they decided to give us. And it's just super special for us. What was it like going from, I know you said you, you know, you guys were excited, but you, as you said, you're going from high school weight room where you might have to get there at 6 a.m. You might have to be there at 8 p.m. And now you have a D1 weight room. I mean, what an incredible switch, right? Absolutely. It was incredible. Like I said, just all the eagerness, excitement, being in there, just getting after it with your brothers, just so unique. Now, when it comes to that weight room and working out, I think for other football players, right? You think about defensive line. Okay, well, they need to be strong. You know, same thing with offensive line. But when it comes to punters and kickers, I mean, sure, leg workouts are important. But what are what are some other ways and, and what are, the, are some other workouts that punters and kickers need to do to make sure they're on the top of their game? I mean, honestly, that's more stuff we do at home, like yoga and Pilates. But otherwise, we do the same stuff that defensive linemen do, the linebackers do, because coach wants all to be athletes, regardless of position. Now, I remember when, at least when the weight room was open back in the spring, uh, John Michael Williams, the kicker who has graduated, I mean, that man is a freak in the weight oh, room. I think he's a freak of nature for sure. I think you see a lot of kickers around the end. I remember Jay Feely when he kicked for the Cardinals for many years. I mean, that man might have had the biggest biceps on the team. And, oh, yeah. And he was kicking. Are you going to turn yourself into a – uh, a big uh, bulked up guy for this upcoming season? I would sure like to, but I'm going to need a weight room to get open pretty quickly for that to happen. I think a lot of people are going to need that weight room to get open in order to bulk up in time for the season. And for you, you came down from Colorado, as you mentioned, when you visited OUAZ in, in Arizona, you showed up in jeans and a sweater in the springtime. <laughs> um, what were your first impressions of Arizona? And what are some of the things that you like some of the similarities, some of the differences between Surprise and, and your hometown? Yeah, I mean, it was super different, which I think kind of drew me in more. I mean, born and raised in Erie. Uh, I mean, you have the snow every winter. You're down there for three months, and you, you don't want to go outside. So I found that to be similar to the Arizona summers, 
where you, you really can't go outside for three months there. But uh, no, I really do like it here a lot. I like that all the major towns are super close to each other, such as Scottsdale or Tempe, Phoenix, they're all relatively close to each other. Whereas in Colorado, you know, the next major town from Denver's hour, hour and a half away, if you want to go somewhere cool. So I thought the aspect was really cool. And I drive a, <laughs> a two wheel rear drive car, which always gets stuck in the snow. And thank God it doesn't get stuck in snow out here. <laughs> well, I know the saying when it comes to the summertime is, uh, the way Arizonans try to justify it is, hey, at least we don't have to shovel it from our driveways. Exactly. <laughs> So I know Just find yourself a nice cozy pool and you're set. That's right. That's right. I know. Maybe that, uh, that'll be the next part of the plans for OUAZ is a swimming pool. Now you're talking. We'll have, to, we'll have to lobby for that. That's for sure. And <laughs> when it comes to OUAZ, uh, your sister is here as well, played softball. What is it like to have family down here? I know a lot of teams feel as though they're family, but somebody you grew up with, somebody, you know, your sister, your direct family. What is that like? Oh, I love having her here. We're super tight, always have been. So, you know, being away for a couple of years from her through when she was at JUCO and I was down here, it was kind of tough. I mean, I miss having her around. So it's really special to have her here. I miss her to death. I love having her. So for you, this upcoming season, whether it be in the spring or, you know, just whenever we start kicking off, what are your goals? What are you looking for out of this upcoming year? Uh, personally, I want to add a few yards of average, a couple yards of net. But collectively, the goal has stayed the same since year one. We want to win a national championship, and we're not going to settle for anything less. Now, when you showed up, at least for your visit, they're practicing at a city park that is may or may not be unlocked at certain times. And, you know, you play your first games and there's scaffolding everywhere for the upcoming buildings. Did you ever think that in year two, with all the building going on, with all the growth, with all the expected growing pains, that you guys would be conference champions? Uh, yes and no. It's not so much about the buildings as much as the, the team and the goal and the vision, the work ethic. So... I don't want to say it was a surprise that we were conference champions because we really wanted it. We worked for it. But uh, in regards to that this year's only, or the school's only two years old when we want it, I mean, that's really unique. There's a lot of teams in our conference who've been there for hundreds of years who haven't won a conference championship yet. So to do it in year two is really special for us. Yeah, not only that, but you guys knocked off Langston, who was really the kings of the conference for a long time. Um, and... Now you're heading in to year three. You guys aren't, you're not a secret anymore. People know you're good. How do you guys continue to, you know, whether it be on the special team side, you know, being a teammate for the, for the offense and defense as well, what do you guys need to do in order to stay fresh and, and still remain somewhat of a mystery for these teams that now have you on the radar? Yeah, we're definitely gonna have a target on our heads right now. Um, so what we're gonna have to do is take all the past you know, awards, conference championships, we gotta throw it all the way and realize that we haven't earned anything. It's a new year. We gotta keep grinding. We gotta to come together as a unit and we gotta win some football games. What was the trip to Idaho like? Obviously it didn't end in the way that anybody was hoping for, but I mean, you know, you're flying up for a playoff game and I'm sure the excitement on the plane is, 
you know, unmatched. Everybody's ready to go to, to get up there and, and really represent the school. What was that trip up to Idaho like? Oh, it was super special. The crowd environment there was very unique. Uh, it was a rowdy crowd. You know, I don't think we've be able to see our breath forever. And we get down there first night, it's 20 degrees. And we're like, this is really different. But no, it was a really fun atmosphere. And we want to be there again. When you stepped off the plane in Idaho, did it uh, remind you of home a little bit? Oh, absolutely. Everyone else was shivering like, this is, this is great right now. What's wrong? Are you the only guy in shorts and a t-shirt in the winter out here? Do guys look at you? Oh, absolutely. People look uh, at me like I'm crazy. They're bundled up in jeans and sweaters. I'm walking around like it's a nice, cool day in the spring back in Colorado. That's right. You'll be hitting the golf course while everybody's looking oh, absolutely. at you. <laughs> so, Austin, we really appreciate you uh, taking the time to talk with us today. For you, obviously, after this next year, um, future plans, whether you make your way to the NFL, what are what are the goals outside of, you know, obviously, as you said, you wanted to be an orthopedic surgeon, but are you looking towards the NFL? Are there talks of you going to the NFL? Any discussions like that? Maybe the Canadian League? What What's next for you in football? Uh, yeah, there have been some uh, pro teams that have been interested. Um, so I'm just going to have to keep continuing to build on my success, and hopefully someone takes a shot on me. I really want the opportunity. Like I said, this started out as a dream coming down here, just being able to play on Saturdays. And it's just built up to potentially playing on Sundays. So I got to keep grinding, keep working on my craft and uh, help my team win some football games. And hopefully they take note of that. When you came down here three years ago, did you think this was the three years you were going to have? Obviously, you'll, have, you'll still kick one more year. But I mean, was this exactly what you were thinking? Is this a lot different? Um, it never really crossed my mind. Like I said, I just wanted to come kick that desire to play football on Saturdays was always there. And uh, to get this far has just been a complete dream to me. Are there any final thoughts or any final words you want to leave with uh, the OUAZ community before we let you go today? I mean, we just continue to appreciate the support. We can't wait to be out there and have you guys at our games. And uh, we thank you guys. Well, Austin, thank you so much for your time again. We really appreciate it. And uh, hopefully we're talking soon. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me.